Welcome to the Lose Weight, Look Good, Feel Great podcast, the number one show for CEOs and professionals to step into the true potential and get in the best shape of their lives, no matter how hectic the schedule. I truly believe that being the best version of yourself is going to come in being the healthiest version of yourself. So I'm going to give you practical, actionable strategies to getting in the best shape of your life so that you can live out your life's purpose to the absolute fullest. So let's get it. Hi, squad. In today's episode, I'm going to be showing you how to avoid messing up your weight loss goals on the weekend. Now, before we dive into this, I do want to let you know I'm on YouTube a few times a week. Uh, just kind of showing you the behind the scenes of how I'm, you know, building a business, serving over 60 plus clients, uh, preparing to be a dad and more, uh, all while still prioritizing my personal health and fitness uh, and keeping it a priority. Uh, I'm also sharing periodic updates of the home gym that I'm building as well. So if you vibe with that, if that interests you, if that's something that you feel like you want to tune into, just head to YouTube, especially if you're on a podcast. If you're on a live stream, head to YouTube afterward. But if you're on a podcast, just go to YouTube real quick, type in Montel Harden, uh, and I'll pop up. Hit that subscribe button, turn notifications on uh, so that you don't miss that kind of behind-the-scenes uh, type deal. All right. So let me know if you've been here before, ladies and gents. Let me know if you've been here before. You planned out your meals on a Sunday. You ate great on Monday. Pretty good on Tuesday. Okay on Wednesday. But by the time Thursday hit, we already have backtracked maybe three or four times. By the time Thursday hit, we've already fell off track five, six, seven times. And by Saturday, this is a wrap. It's over with. Like, it's just... You haven't thought about you still got five or six meal prep containers in the fridge. You um, haven't tried to track a meal. You have literally not thought about what you've consumed other than what do I want to eat in terms of taste. Like you haven't thought about what you consumed since maybe Wednesday night, since maybe Thursday afternoon. You know, you went to happy hour with some coworkers or you had a lunch meeting and that just kind of like, well, it's the weekend. Like, as soon as we get that kind of like symbolic thing, everybody is different. For me, my symbolic, you know, oh, it's the weekend type deal is after I get off this live stream. After I get off this live stream right here, um, my week in terms of like my in front of the camera exact time frame responsibilities are pretty much over. So everybody kind of has that same thing. Um, over on IG says in the past, but have recently broke that vicious cycle. I'm glad that you have broken it. And chances are you probably use a couple of the tips that I'm going to talk about here. Uh, but I think we all have, like I said, that symbolic, whatever, oh, it's the weekend is for you. Whatever that is, it typically is coincided with, oh, I'm going to do whatever I want to do and fall completely off track. That's typically how it goes. And every week you're essentially doing three good days and four bad days. Do you think, so once you stop and think really quick, do you think that you're going to lose 30 pounds, tone up, fit in that two-piece or uh, fit in that, that favorite suit you've always wanted to wear or go to the beach shirtless? Do you think that you're going to get to the level of health and fitness that you truly want and need to get to if you're only, if you're consistent less often than you're inconsistent? If you're eating low quality food less often than you're eating high quality food? If you're training and working out less often than you're 
sitting and binging and napping and and not doing anything and drinking and whatever. Like, do you really think like like you know you already know you already know that these things don't add up. So now we have to have to figure out how to get you more consistent and even kill throughout the week. If this sounds like you, I'm going to tell you why this is probably happening to you. Uh, and then give you two pro tools that you can immediately implement, like always, that'll help you stay on track all the way through the weekend and then past it so that you can start building that day by day, week by week, month by month consistency to get in the best shape of your life. So the reason you start the weekend strong or start the week strong and then fizzle out is because you're trying to sustain your weight loss with unsustainable methods. Said it again. You're trying to sustain your weight loss with unsustainable methods. This could be anything. It could be keto. It could be fasting. It could be juicing. It could be uh, even just eating extremely bland, boring meals. So here's typically what's going on. Let's take all the fad diets out of it. Uh, and let's just talk about the bland, boring meal part. Because I think that's what a lot of people uh, are really struggling with. So you're basically saying from Monday to Saturday, this is how you're going into the week and approaching the week. I'm only going to have boiled eggs and yogurt for breakfast. I'm going to have chicken and rice for lunch. And I'm going to have tilapia and broccoli for dinner. And you spend the first two or three days of the week hungry and miserable and literally dreaming about burgers and cake and pizza and whatever it is. And then by day three, you've already probably indulged in something. Probably had an entire pack of M&Ms, a bag of Doritos, or uh, your, your kid got some Wendy's. You, you went and picked them up some Wendy's um, on the way from soccer practice or baseball practice or whatever. And you decided that you were going to get you a little something from Wendy's too. And this is only Wednesday at this point. It's only Wednesday at this point. Uh, and by day three, we've already indulged. We've already kind of knocked ourselves off our extremely restrictive, bland, boring, tasteless diet. And now you feel like a failure. And when we feel like we failed at something, we subconsciously start to shy away from the goal. And this is the biggest issue. It's so much more psychological than it is an actual like uh, physiological thing, if, if that makes sense. So because I said that I was going to eat boiled eggs and yogurt for breakfast every single day and chicken and rice for lunch every single day and tilapia and broccoli for dinner every single day. And because I could no longer fulfill that because I was hungry, because I'm probably barely eating enough food now, uh, and then I'm also eating bland, boring food I hate, I got to hold my nose just to eat it because I just can't stand the taste of bland, boring, dry, unseasoned chicken breast anymore. Like, because that's the situation I'm dealing with, I fall off and I fail. And now I feel like a failure because I could not adhere to a method that was already unsustainable. I feel like a failure because I could not already adhere to uh, a method that was already unsustainable. And this is one of the biggest mistakes uh, that I see a lot of people making in their journey uh, is kind of putting all their eggs in an unsustainable basket. And then when the, the, the bottom comes out and everything falls apart, you think you're the one that's doing something wrong. You think there's something wrong with you. You think that you're not able to stick with the diet. You think that you're not capable of getting in good shape. You're not capable of losing weight. You're not capable of changing your diet. When in reality, we're just doing things that are too un.
sustainable. So the first thing that you need to do if this is the situation that you're dealing with uh, is focus on just eating 75 to 80% quote unquote clean. The truth is that's honestly all you need. 80 or 75 to 80% of your diet should be minimally processed, whole foods, and a balanced diet of proteins, starchy carbs, leafy greens, and or fruit. 75 to 80% of your diet should be comprised of that. Now, the other 20 to 25%, whatever you want. Literally, whatever you want. Like, obviously, it has to match up with, like I said, if you're supposed to eat, you got a, a 100% for your food right here. And 80% of it, you're going to eat all high-quality food. This last 20% right here, whatever you want. Literally, whatever you want. You can do that, and you will still lose weight, look good, and feel great. Promise you, 1,000%, without a shadow of a doubt, if you are 75 to 80% compliant in your nutrition, you're eating high-quality foods, you're going to get to your goals. The 20% does not matter. So instead of striving for this perfection, instead of striving for eating, trying to eat as clean as you possibly can for six consecutive days and before you get your quote-unquote cheat meal, what you need to do is have two to three very high-quality meals and then indulge in some type of snack every single day. If chips is your thing, if Doritos is your thing or whatever, instead of buying the big bag of Doritos you just stick your whole arm into and before you know it, you've consumed 3,000 calories of Doritos, buy the little snack size. The, the ones you give your kids, the ones your kids eat, the ones that they have in their lunchbox, you eat those too. You get one of those and every single night you eat one of those. If ice cream is your thing, Get three or four spoonfuls of ice cream every single night, a few hours before bed. Like this way, you don't feel restricted. Uh, and it's so a, a much easier time frame to, to strive for. Like us as humans, we love short-term goals. Love short-term goals. If I told you today that you would do you could do something that would get you um will help you lose two pounds. And if you did this today, by the end of the day, you will lose the two pounds. You would do it every single day until you got to your goal because it's a day-by-day -day thing. It's the same thing with your food. Instead of trying to eat bland, boring, quote-unquote perfect for six consecutive days and then go out for the weekend and have your quote-unquote cheat meal, just program that quote-unquote cheat meal every single day day so that now instead of having to stay consistent for 90 hours uh in the week the first 90 hours of the week or however long it is now you only have to stay disciplined and dialed into your diet for you know maybe 10 hours maybe the first 10 hours of the day and then the last you know couple hours you have you some ice cream after dinner uh you have a slice of cake after dinner you have a bag of chips after dinner, whatever the case may be. Like, that's the focus. That's the way that you want to approach it. Because now, uh, the and the biggest thing about this is, 
Uh, it's going to help you feel less restrictive. But the biggest thing is that you'll stop putting these foods on a pedestal. You'll stop putting these foods on a pedestal. If you think about it, think about what you, when you try to eat healthier foods, what instantly pops in your mind? It's the junk. It's the trash. It's the crap. It's the sugar. It's the greasy foods. It's the fried foods. Like These foods have been put on such a pedestal because of how hyper palatable they are, meaning that we just love the taste of them. Like they're addicting from a taste perspective. So if we stop putting these foods on a pedestal and start realizing that we are in control of how much of it we eat. So a lot of times we consume food and it starts to feel like we don't really have any control over, oh, you know, I just go crazy. Like I, I, a bag of Doritos, it's all gone. Or uh, I go out, you know, go with my friends and I do this and I do that. Like uh, we, we feel like we have no control over these foods when in reality as long as we're moderating ourselves and we're eating a diet primarily comprised of whole foods then we're going to get in great shape and you're not going to have those same cravings the same cravings that are like got a stranglehold on you that you just cannot overcome once you start dialing in your diet it's not going to have that same effect and that same impact and you can do all this while still enjoying these things at the same time. So like I said, 75 to 80% of your diet needs to be whole, minimally processed foods. Uh, minimally processed foods. And then the other 20%, whatever you want, literally don't care what it is. You'll still get an amazing shape. And then number two, last but not least, is that uh, you need to commit to active weekends. Commit to active weekends instead of working out on the weekend. And I'm talking to uh, you guys that are already training three, four, five days a week throughout your weekdays. Uh, see, a lot of times we, we equate working out more and staying in the gym more or staying on the Peloton more with getting better results. But the longer you have to do something, the less effective it is. The longer you have to do something, the less effective it is. Think about your work systems. Let's say that uh, you know you, you have some type of system for onboarding a client or solving a customer issue or whatever the case may be. If the system is long and drawn out and it's 67 steps and you got to call 14 people and you got to get this person to approve this, you got to get that person to approve that, you're automatically going to think, man, this isn't really that efficient. Like, uh, this this we need some you know we need to kind of consolidate this a little bit like i feel like there's a, a way that we can you know make this a more efficient process we can all save each other time or like uh maybe this zoom meeting could have been an email like i know y'all feel that one and it's the same exact concept when it comes to your training if you feel like you're having to do too much it's because you are if you feel like you're having to do too much it's because you are. You shouldn't have to spend any more than 20 to 40 minutes a day training, maybe an hour if you're ambitious or if you're in the gym and you know you're like you're you're doing like maybe a lot more heavy lifting or if you have you know access to that type of equipment at your home and you're taking longer rest. But outside of that, 20 to 40 minutes, uh, three to four days a week is all you should need, meaning that when your weekend comes, you shouldn't be worried about going to the gym and working out. Because you're not. That's the thing. You're not. 
you got the kids at home. They're all already at home anyway because it's summertime. You got the kids. Your spouse wants to do something. You got the 4th of July coming up. You got your family vacation. Uh, you got the soccer game. You got the baseball game. Like you got all of these different things going on throughout your summer, not to mention the fact that you just want to take a freaking break. So why are you trying to work out on the weekends to make some extra progress? Why are you trying to train on the weekends because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do? Like your workouts should be efficient. Your workouts shouldn't require you to be working out 10, 12 hours a week. Like that's too much. And I'm talking specifically to my Peloton men and women right here, my Peloton men and women, my, my cardio uh, bunnies, like you guys that are spending an hour and a half. Like I see people bragging all the time about spending two hours on the Peloton. And I'm like, that's not, that's not something to brag about. You're stressed out. You feel like you don't have any time on your, on your schedule. You get off the Peloton, like literally stressed the heck out instead of feeling good afterward. It's like, yeah, you're losing some weight, but how sustainable is this? And in a couple months, you're going to be on the Peloton for an hour and a half and you're not going to lose any weight anymore. So what are you going to do? Go to two hours. And then once you don't lose any weight right there, what are you going to do? Go to three hours. Then what are you going to do from there? Are you going to quit your job? Are you going to put your kids up for adoption so that you can be on a Peloton for 20 hours a day? Like at a certain point, you got to realize that some things are not scalable and some things are not sustainable. So you need to focus on strength training so that you can build up lean muscle. So that will help you increase your metabolism. And when we do that, now you only need 20 to 40 minutes a day, a few days a week. And then on the weekends, you don't have to worry about training. All you got to worry about doing is being active on the weekends. Go swimming, take a hike, go to the mall, park at the end of the park a lot. Uh, little things like that. Five minute workout on YouTube. Like you don't have to, working out does not have to be this big inconvenient slog, this, 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 uh, this inconvenient thing for your life. I promise you it doesn't. If you're training the right way and we're not spending our life on a Peloton and with our hands on a treadmill or walking it away, which walking is a very good exercise. Do not get me wrong. Walking is a great exercise. But at a certain point, you can only walk for so long. At a certain point, you can only walk so fast. So it's just like with your with your business or with your um, with your within your company, like systems need to be able to scale. Your systems need to be scalable. So think about everything you're doing right now. Uh, and can you continue to do this in three months, six months, 12 months, 24 months? Because the likelihood that you're going to be able to eat boiled eggs and yogurt and chicken and rice and tilapia and broccoli every single day for the next 12 months is slim to none. The likelihood that you're going to be able to glue your butt to a Peloton for two hours a day is slim to none. So sustainable systems come in having a little bit of leeway and doing things that don't take nearly as much time, but get you a lot more benefit. So that's it. That's all squad. My quick two tips on how to avoid messing up your weight loss goals on a weekend. Uh, honestly, the weekend in itself is just a product of what you did during the week. The weekend, we, we make it seem like this, like something changes in the atmosphere and we become a different person. It's not really what happens. The weekend is just a microcosm of all the decisions that you made throughout the course of the week. So if we make better decisions throughout the week, if we feel less restricted throughout the week, if we have some enjoyment throughout the week, if we hit some goals throughout the week, 
uh, going into the weekend, it's a lot more likely that we'll be able to build some sort of consistency because we stayed super consistent throughout our Monday uh, and our Friday. And that's the focus and that's the priority. So that's it. That's all, squad. Please let me know if you got value from this conversation on the podcast. Just shoot me a DM, screenshot the podcast, uh, and just tag me on Instagram at coach.montel. And I will uh, definitely reshare that. And and we'll have a conversation to see what you learned from it and what you want to hear about next. So uh, peace out, podcast, and I will talk to y'all soon.